0: In the last five months, the Packers season faded into oblivion, stormed back with a thrilling running of the table, and then abruptly ended faster than a pregnancy at a Planned Parenthood. The Bucks MVP from last year, and all-important glue guy, Tore his hamstring, which doomed the season. And then they started playing winning basketball. And now Coach Kidd is on their chopping block. What else? Oh, yeah, there was an election. The Democrats rigged their primary to guarantee Hillary the presidency, got caught. Hillary went under investigation for an email scandal, got cleared. Weiner got caught wienering Hillary went back under investigation. And then that investigation abruptly was ended immediately before the election. What's the legacy of all this Democratic incompetence? A Donald Trump presidency. In perfect accordance with the bizarre world of the 2016 election cycle, Trump won the Electoral College handily and was beaten in the popular vote soundly. Has the left engaged in any introspection as a result of their futility? Of course not. The left has lost its collectivist mind and has taken to the streets in a deranged frenzy seeking to label all those that oppose them as racist white supremacists and burn them at the proverbial stake. Millions of women who Trump wouldn't consider touching with one of Slick Willie's appendages put on vagina hats and screamed hands off my pussy. At least they're making one demand that shouldn't be a problem to satisfy. So here we are, Trump is president and the left has misplaced its lithium. In the last 13 days, Trump has trolled the leftist media with every treat and every time he speaks to them. He even went so far as to call CNN fake news. Most notably, Trump has signed an executive order to instituting a temporary travel ban and chose Supreme Court nominee. So let's get this out of the way. The temporary travel ban was executed about as well as the Chicago Bears passing game with Jay Cutler under center. That being said, we can't just say that everything Trump does is good if we voted for him or say that everything he does is bad if we voted for someone else. We need a little intellectual honesty. We need to praise him when he does something good and criticize him when he does something bad. Ben Shapiro has been saying this for some time and he's right. Now, while everyone else is freaking out and being hyperbolic about the Muslim ban that wasn't really a Muslim ban, Trump has been negotiating with the Saudis, Emirates, and others in the region to form a coalition and set up safe zones in Syria. What this means is that the refugees will have a place in their own country where they can go and be free from the constant threat of death by way of their civil war. This will eliminate the need for any other country to take in refugees on political asylum and instead we can help settle them in a safe zone so that they can start to rebuild and move on. Perhaps, instead of shrieking that Trump is the second coming of Pol Pot and Adolf Hitler put together, we should take a deep breath and take a look at what is really going on. By focusing effort on putting pressure on the administration to clean up on the things that it's doing poorly, we can be more effective than by freaking out every time Trump pours milk on a bowl of cereal. Finally, his nomination to the highest court in the land is a man who is a textualist, with a real judicial history, who places the actual content of the law and the Constitution above ideology and expediency. If that weren't enough, he has been completely uncontroversial in the past. Of course, that doesn't stop the left from trashing him and threatening a brutal partisan showdown. After all the talk in the election of Trump having the nuclear launch codes, the only nuclear thing we are talking about now is an option. I am Nicholas Huftel, and this is
1: Milwaukee Logic. Will you partake of that last offered cup Or disappear into the potter's ground When the man comes around
0: 2017 and the entire world is completely insane well not the entire world just everyone apparently on the left anyone that uh apparently wasn't mildly okay with trump winning is now gathering the streets protesting and spouting off about how trump is a racist you're gonna bring about the fourth reich so the the interesting thing is usually when people talk about it they'd say the third reich is coming the third reich already happened (laughs) (laughs) that was a while ago um so i think what they're trying to say is that the fourth Reich is coming and apparently it's going to be trump which is that's that's an interesting thought it's based on nothing of course but he's a sexist he's a racist he's a bigot he's a homophobe it's evil it's terrible the racists and the bigots have taken over the country they're they're empowered and Anyone who's okay that doesn't hate him, so apparently that's us. So we are now terrible and we're empowered, we're emboldened, and we're going to destroy
2: he's, everything. He's, he's like the United States scapegoat yeah, for everything that could possibly go wrong or has gone wrong or any injustice done to anybody can now be blamed on Donald Trump.
0: And anyone that's associated with him. And anyone who isn't actively doing everything that they can to destroy him. If you're in Hollywood, Giving an acceptance speech, it's pretty much your job now, to spend the whole speech talking about Donald Trump. And again, and we're gonna we'll play some videos, we'll we'll play some clips of people freaking out, going crazy, confirming confirming their own biases without actually saying anything of any interest or any meaning. Um, A lot of virtue signaling. It's kind of like the new virtue signaling isn't even like we used to be virtue signaling was you pretend to help someone else. That's of a lower, we can't say class now, um, privilege level than yourself. And you don't, you don't actually care about helping that person or making their life better because you usually don't, you just do it to make yourself feel good and make yourself look like you're better now to virtue signal all you have to do is say fuck trump
2: apparently yeah you have to be against anything he does says or could possibly say in the future
0: and you have one job like once you do that you have one job and your job is to call him a racist and anyone that he supports or anyone that supports him or any of his policies are racist and thereby you can destroy everything that they do so a while ago, there's a particularly insane Facebook group, a River West Facebook group and I mean you see some pretty special stuff. the, the guy that apparently accosted um, David Clark on the airplane.
2: I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about this
0: <laughs> All right so this guy I mean he looked like a little I mean he is, he looked like a classic beta male feminist like sjw like loser douchebag and he was on his flight back he was flying back from dallas it was right after the dallas green bay game which as everyone knows yes (laughs) sheriff clark is a dallas cowboys fan and yeah and yeah their hatred for david clark i mean that's any black man who doesn't tell the prescribed black line is instantly hated and then when somebody is willing to just like poke him in the eyes as repeatedly, as he is, they're gonna get extra hatred. But they're on a flight back, and he then Clark is decked out in all of his cowboy stuff, as, like his
2: uh like Western cowboy or Dallas cowboy. Because I I could see it going either way actually.
0: Uh, I mean it go it's gonna go both ways. How about that? <laughs> Let's not be. Um, Let's be inclusive here it's, it, go, it went both ways It went both ways If you will Um. So the claim The claim that this guy made Is that he Was walking by And he asked Sheriff Clark Are you Sheriff
2: Clark? So he already knew the answer Obviously, obviously He knew the answer <laughs> yeah. Like you know Sheriff he Clark He should have just been like No
0: Anyone who's been out in public In any place In Milwaukee Has probably seen Sheriff Clark out And I've seen Sheriff Clark out a couple of times one time I went up talked to him had a nice little conversation he was very friendly of course I was not being a prick so he was very friendly and <laughs> talked to me for a little bit that then, that
2: was your privilege that's what oh I mean. yeah apparently it
0: was my, no this guy is also uh white male uh presumably cisgendered uh I hope I used that right I don't um, know is that I'm, just, oh, I'm still
2: not sure what that means cis
0: yeah it well it means it's just a it's a made-up word it means you were born with a dang-a-lang, and you still have a dang-a-lang, and you presumably use that dang dang-a-lang in dang y type things, or the opposite. <laughs> I mean, it means all it means is up. you haven't um, either, um, in appearance or in actuality, tried to change out any of your wobbly bits.
2: <clears throat> like, or, well, you can just swap them out?
0: It means you're not Bruce Jenner slash Caitlyn uh, okay. Jenner. Okay, okay, that's all it means. So you're like a white male cisgendered like you're you're obviously you're automatically evil. Terrible. I don't think that
2: was on the last medical form I filled out though. Wasn't it? No, the next one you fill out though. <laughs> should I do? I should put other.
0: Oh, put, other yes. And then put S- cis. Cis. Okay. And it's cis.
2: Well, form. I want to make sure that the cause is. Pushed forward because I don't want to put the wrong box down. Yeah. Well, you might as well
0: write racist because if you say I'm cisgendered, like they might, they might just assume.
2: True, but they don't usually put race on the form, on some of those medical forms. But I usually just put a little writing at the bottom. Just you so write in it. It's, a, it's I a, want them it's to a know. Ri- I mean, it's like i a writing like candidate. Knowledge is power, so I think they could benefit. <clears throat> careful, you might my be health. accused
0: of saying knowledge is white power. You're, 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 you gotta be careful. For the record. Um, I'm here. This is Nick. I'm here talking with Andy Glassman, also known as Glandy Assman.
2: That is what I go by usually in the professional, only in professional uh, arenas, Glandy Assman. Uh, but you can call me Andy Glassman if you really want.
0: <laughs> for the record, Andy did not vote for Trump. He was feeling the Johnson.
2: I was feeling the Johnson. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to, uh, uh, you know, be a party to, to America's downfall uh, and vote for Hillary Clinton, but. I couldn't also. also. I couldn't also bring myself to to vote to vote for Trump. The uh, the Oompa Loompa. Um, the Oompa Loompa. I mean, I figured. I mean, we come on. I I watched The Apprentice. Yeah, I feel like that was enough uh, for me to base my vote off of is watching The Apprentice. And uh, I didn't Funny like. I didn't like show. the way that he let Am- Amorosa won. So
0: did Amorosa win that season?
2: I I think she was second. I have no idea. I don't remember. Was that the first
0: season? I don't even remember. That was, I didn't actually watch that season. Um, she's actually out on TV now defending him. Really? Yeah. I mean, they went at each other, but it was a bullshit show, so what does it matter?
2: I have really enjoyed this season of The Cabinet, though. Uh, it's been great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this season of The Cabinet. We can talk about that, too. Like People are getting a little too freaked out about The Cabinet picks as well.
2: Hosted by <laughs> Kellyanne Conway of Ann The Walking Conway. Dead, of The Walking <laughs> Dead. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like lately she's been so stressed out. She just kind of looks like a walker, but interesting, interesting. But I, that's no reason to uh, to vote to vote either way. I mean, so the, the our, our
0: backgrounds here. Um, Andy is a never Trumper. Couldn't get on board with. Um. Just the personal history, character, general language used,
2: fill in where you will. Yeah, I, it was a, there were so many other better candidates than Trump that he just didn't, in my mind, bring too much to the table except just not Hillary. And if you actually look at like the, the libertarian platform, it's, it's a lot of what conservatives like of limited government and, uh. Lower taxes and things, things of that nature, which is usually I, I tend to side more on the uh, liberal side for social issues, but more on the conservative side for fiscal issues. So they kind of fall right in the middle, which I liked. Usually I'd go co- more conservative, but <laughs> with given the two candidates that were available, I thought he would get a little bit more than like three percent of the national vote, but that That's, did not happen.
0: Yeah, it was almost four. I mean, almost four. It was pretty bad. I mean, I think in a runoff... You see, the other thing is, I think that more conservatives went over and voted for
2: Oh Gary Johnson. Yeah. I don't
0: think many liberals went over and voted for Gary Johnson. Which is another reason why when people talk about um, the popular vote, it's kind of a farce. Because if you're in a state that was safely going one way or the other, and you're a conservative, you probably would want to keep your your panties clean, so to speak. And you and like and to keep your conscience clean you'd go over and just vote for Gary Johnson. Um
2: get out of my mind. Get out <laughs> of my mind.
0: <clears throat> so I mean the fact that Donald Trump lost the popular vote, like, who cares? Like Gary Johnson did better in states that were clearly gonna favor one way or the other, and the reason for that is obvious. In the states where it was gonna be close more conservatives went over and
2: eventually um, swallow that red pill. Um, well, how do you feel about the whole popular vote thing? Because that's the big. Let's uh, re- repeal the uh, electoral college. When in history it's been the the balancer to give voice to the minority. And-
0: voice the minority, the small states. Uh, Really, it it gives power to swing states, which are going to be, by rule, the most moderate. And it's kind of what keeps our American political system playing between the 40-yard lines, so to speak. If you
2: open it up to... Avoid the tyranny of the majority.
0: The tyranny of the majority, exactly. Like, if you just open it up to an absolute popular vote, you're going to have the most extreme states happen to be large, which Texas, California, like the whole left coast, are basically going to be able to pick candidates... And they're not going to pick... See, the, the thing is, the Democrats would do better if they pick more moderate liberals. But well, they haven't done that now in quite some time. And so that's, that's kind of why they're losing when they don't pick a black man for everyone to rally around. Um, they just don't do as well. But if you just open it up and you took away the power of the swing states, which are going to be, by rule, more moder- moderate, you're going to have more extreme candidates. Um I think it'd be interesting. I mean the thing is like you talked about there was a lot of candidates or a lot of better candidates. There were 17 candidates initially vying for the Republican <laughs> nomination. Just way too many. Way too many. You have about half a dozen of them that are just trying to put together their next book deal. Then you got 10 of them that are kind of talking about issues on a postgraduate level. Mm-hmm. And for the last hundred years, Democrats have been talking to American people on about an eighth grade level. And Donald Trump came in and said, hey, I don't need to try to split up, get that other 9% of people that are smart. I'm just going to talk to people on a seventh grade level. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to use three-word sentences, four-word sentences. Keep
2: it simple. Immigration is bad. Muslims are bad. That's. It's. I mean, it's been going on for, for years and years in politics. Because, besides, I mean, I don't know what the percentage would be. I would, say five percent of the population maybe truly has in, has dove deep into researching and investigating viewpoints and, uh, political viewpoints and evidence behind them to back them up. The rest of them just go based off of like secondary and tertiary media and articles that are just aggregates of other articles so yeah yeah i don't know
0: how many people actually take pay attention to economics yeah as a basis for determining what their action what their vote is actually going to do in the long run not only for themselves but for the country in general and do for everybody and for the most people people look at the most part people look at the economy as a zero-sum game that in a given year there's so much gdp produced in a in a given country and they look at where that gdp falls and who is benefiting from it and they think that if they take away from one area they can put it in another area and it'll be more equal and then that whole pie is going to stay the same size it's never worked that way in any society ever but you in order to, to think about that and comprehend that, that takes a little bit more advanced thought than most people are going to
2: put into it. Yeah, most people want the two minute sound clip on the evening news to like and that's what they base their, their vote on. They want their Obama money. They want their Obama money. From a stash. From the Obama phone. You just use your They want
0: their Obama phone, their Obama money from a stash. That's all they want.
2: Obama insurance.
0: Obama (laughs) insurance. Obama insurance. There we go. Obamacare. Um, and really, like for me, so my background, I I was very much on that same uh, train as Andy. I wasn't gonna go over and vote for Johnson, but kind of my plan was, I looked at Hillary as such an as such a complete obvious fraud, criminal, and completely unprepared for the job and not really interested in any of the things that the left actually believed in. Just there to get a nomination, get that job, get in, do, break that glass ceiling, be the first woman, and most importantly for her, increase the power of the Clinton family, the Clinton crime family. And I was convinced that over four years, it would be a slow bleed, uh, we'd find out, more and more and more and more about them and what they were doing. And the left would continue to try to defend them and defend her. And it would, over the course of four years, completely destroy the left. And then after four years in 2020, then we could get a real conservative who would actually, you know, another set of wave elections, and we could actually make some real progress. Because I didn't believe that we would make any progress under Trump i figured that he would embarrass us which <laughs> he will oh yeah um i figured that he would betray us on every important issue um there was all the talk about the supreme court which we'll get into and how uh hillary would nominate a liberal supreme court justice and trump would nominate a conservative one i didn't i didn't believe that i didn't believe for a second that trump was going to name anyone one even close to garrick oh yeah I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't imagine it. And I have to say, I'm very
2: happy that I was wrong. Um, so, how do you th- how are the first few days we get well, the presidency? I was, I was say, how do you think like, it's going so far? It, besides...
0: Coming into the last day before the election, when Comey um, abandoned the final, or publicly abandoned the, the probe into Hillary, it was when it became obvious to me that nothing is going to
2: happen to her. Yeah, that's one of the, I think, kind of a disappointment is that that Trump taking office uh, has kind of pulled away from the whole Hillary storyline.
0: Well, now it doesn't need to happen. It, it also doesn't need be to a
2: distraction ha- now.
0: What's the point of going after her now? She's disgraced. I,
2: I know, don't... but that's if you're only looking at it from a purely political. Which ra- I am. Us versus them standpoint, whereas you could also look at it as.
0: I wanted to see her perp walked as a president <laughs> seeing her perp walked as a disgraced candidate is it's almost like just beating up on a retarded kid oh wait i can't say that um
2: no. hey this is a podcast we can't say that type of thing actually i think actually we, yeah we can i think okay, you can it's good. a podcast right, excellent excellent the fcc has no reach here
0: the fcc won't let me be me okay So, for me, in the final days before the election, like, literally the day before the election, um, after Comey did that, like, a couple of days before, just all the things on Facebook and social media, just the constant, like, people shrieking and shrieking. They couldn't believe that all these people were so racist and terrible. I'm looking at it, I'm just like, you know, this is insane. I can't, I can't be on the same side as you people. Like, you, ha- like, you can't actually believe that half the country are a bunch of racists. Like, you just, you can't actually believe that. And you can't be allowed to win with that strategy of just going after and trying to destroy everyone that you can find, everyone that you seek. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't believe exactly what you believe. You're not going to get away with that. I cannot cast a vote, even as, as, you know, Machiavellianly as I was going to do it, I cannot pass a vote that's anything similar to what... Unless we're cheering for the same football team, that's the only only way it's going to work. I can't be on the same side as you. I can't do it. It's ridiculous. Like, what you're doing, what all those people are doing is ridiculous to me. And I just... I cannot associate with them at all. I mean, I'm on the side that I look at taxation as theft and the initiation of force, and anyone who describes everyone that they disagree with as someone that should be destroyed that's another initiation of force that's an initiation of violence and we're we're seeing more and more violence coming from the left
2: well everybody on the left that i've talked to they're 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 always very hostile or argumentative they're there's first they're not going into the conversation open-minded
0: they're not interested in no. reason. They're, they're not, not interested inter- in a discussion. They're not interested in yeah, like they're not interested in open their mind and think. Um, so I mean, this goes back to I started talking about the the River West Facebook group, um, and somebody posted there's a uh, anti-racist league, which is you know great, awesome. Yeah. So you look at it like oh yeah, good, an anti-racist league, and it's like they're they have a banner and it's. It's kind of like patterned after like the um,
2: Is it like the the community mascot, the the human. Do you ever see that show? <laughs>
0: um, it looks like um, it's like the anti-drinking league, like the the women's league. What was it called? the The temperance. Okay. The temperance league. I mean, it, it kind of looks a little bit like that. And you look at it, like, oh, great, yes, like anti-racism. Like I'm for anti-racism. I'm for a colorblind, free and open society where we only judge people on their merits and the things that they do and that's it and we don't attack people for their reasons like that's absolutely what I'm interested in and I look at like the, the post and the, the people that are, that are getting on board with it and I'm like well that's not what these people are they want to destroy anyone who doesn't agree with them
2: it's not just enough for them to promote non colorblindness isn't a goal for them no
0: they want some sort of restorative justice, which is just taking from one person and giving to someone else. Well, that's not anti-racism. That's just another form of racism. Like, I, of course, I got attacked up and down for even asking any kind of questions about it. But the problem is, and the, 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 what these people always do, is they start with something that is going to be, except for some ridiculous French elements universally accepted like anti-racism yes good absolutely let's treat people well I mean equally
2: there was the pro-racism group and the anti-racism group and I mean it, it was tough to decide which one to join <laughs> I mean but the point of, on, that, on one hand I could have been a racist but on the other hand anti-racism racism seems like the way to go I mean <laughs> <laughs> but what
0: they do is they they, they start you out there and like oh yeah you want to be anti-racist right well yes absolutely exactly That's was what this we a want.
2: Facebook group yeah what? it's a, the
0: it's a River, fa- River West Facebook group you get the most ridiculous people you can possibly imagine posting shit nonstop
2: you know, like what what's the charter there like all right guys this week well, we're not going to be shitty to other other charter. races
0: so <laughs> when somebody is in the neighborhood and they look suspicious or oh. there's a robbery or someone's car gets broken into or whatever and they see who did it like obviously they reported to the police but the other thing is that like a lot of times people would um, post a description and unfortunately like crime statistics are what they are I didn't, I didn't make this the way it is um, nobody made this the way it is just the people who commit crimes are you know made it the way this you know the statistics what they are um, they would often you know this is a black male of you know, whatever, a broad age range wearing a nondescript hoodie and nondescript pants. (laughs) Like, they're being nondescript because they want to blend in and they want to be able to fade away. Like, there's a reason why they're not giving you much to work with as far as the description. Like, that's how they're dressing to break in, and unfortunately, most of them are black. And people would post this, and invariably, within a few comments – Someone will chime in and scold that person for pointing out... <laughs> how dare out, you. How dare you point out that they're black without giving, like... did Were they wearing a ring? Well, I don't know. The person probably couldn't tell. Did they have any tattoos? Well, they, they probably couldn't tell. Like, they were wearing a hoodie. Like, what... Did, did the hoodie say anything? Well, probably not. It's nondescript on purpose. Yeah. But anyway, they would get... They would scolded and attacked for just pointing out any detail that they noticed about the assailant if that assailant was black.
2: Yeah, they were wearing a, you know, a Brewer's sweatshirt with a Wrangler jeans and some uh, tan boots. Well, uh, what race were they? Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't no, notice. No idea, yeah. no idea. No, yeah, they funny. were wearing Ray-Bans and um, they were wearing... Um, what else... I think they had, like, a jogging band on their head, and um, they had a few gold rings on A jogging band. A jogging band. A jogging Uh, band. Anything on, like, their nationality? No. 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 It's just, uh, I couldn't tell. I couldn't couldn't see any
0: skin. Like, no idea. I don't see
2: color. It's not. It It was, like, just a headband floating through the, uh.
0: It's not constructive. Floating through the alley. To act in this manner. It's not constructive at all. And at some point you just need to be able to speak the truth, speak for what it is. Like, say what you saw, say what happened and not worry about appraisal from your own community for not checking your own. I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it for not like being politically correct and describing someone that assails you. Yeah. The people that are assailing you aren't even from within the community. They're coming from a different neighborhood. So like, get over it, like
2: whatever. Isn't it kind of racist to, like, call someone out for just describing what a person looked like?
0: Well, I would, I would imagine. thought police. I would think that. <laughs> so, like, people are posting this, this anti-racist league, and I, I asked the question. So, if I'm getting attacked, does that mean I have to leave out certain details? I just want to be politically correct about this when I'm getting robbed blind. Because, I mean, <laughs> that's in that effect. Like, people look at the neighborhood, and they're like, wow, these people are so weak. That
2: we can come in and attack
0: them, and they—they don't even have the balls to say what color we are. Like, let's so go. So if get it's him. like a like well, just some random.
2: Him. So if it's a random like white guy walking on the well, street, well then you would definitely say it's a white. But, guy. but if you said it's a white guy, it's the same thing? No, 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 no that's good. To, then oh, you, good.
0: then that's that might be the only thing that you say. Yeah, that might you might at that point you might not describe the shoes, because if they're good shoes, then you're being a racist by okay. associating the two together. Then that a white guy you probably only point out that it's a white guy so then every white guy in the neighborhood can feel like all oh, that could have been me and then in there by sharing that white guilt together they're absolving themselves of something that would be not only acceptable acceptable that would be recommended
2: so yeah he was wearing a, a nice pair of slacks and a Brooks uh, Brooks brother's shirt like go rob that guy now <laughs> go out there and find that white guy <laughs>
0: so all these things that we're saying is kind of the point of the they start out with something simple like anti-racism, which everyone's going to almost, up, like, 99.9% of the people are going to be in favor of. And then they start defining people. Then Because they, they ask a question, like, oh, what can we do about this? Like, oh, just watch. Watch for things. Like, what? Microaggressions.
2: What is a microaggression?
0: <laughs> well, again, <laughs> it's obviously we've made progress with the fact that we've been talking about a microaggression. Yeah. It could be a look. Oh, a look. A joke. Oof. A joke. I better not make a joke. Don't make jokes. We make jokes about everything. That's the thing. Like, right? there is nothing that's off limits. us make jokes about everything. But anybody who makes a joke that is maybe in some sense putting down a POC or just someone of lower privilege than themselves. Or like just looking at someone the wrong way. Or if somebody says hi to you and you have your headphones in, not magically knowing that they said hi to you someone of a different race and you have your headphones in not magically knowing that they said something to you and taking your headphones out and waving to them. Like you have to just know that apparently. If you're on a run or if you're doing whatever or anything. Like you just have to know and you have to be so overly sensitive just that like you can't some, even function.
2: This whole like vo- vocabulary of the left is just ridiculous these days of tr- triggered microaggression aggression, safe spaces sis power, white privilege, like, when did this become such like a, it feel like it's been in the last two years or so that it's just really taken it to the next level where, probably, hmm? Oh, sure. Oh. Son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, it is on a different level. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of what we were talking about. They take anti-racism and then they define anything that they don't like, anyone that would disagree with them on any reasonable um, rubric, anyone who politically doesn't fall in line with them, and they just define them as racist. And once you've made yourself the arbiter or the minuteman who can go and destroy anyone who's a racist, and you have the power to define anyone as racist because they committed a microaggression or they told a joke that you don't like... And now you have the power to destroy those people. You have absolute power to annihilate anyone in society that you don't like. And that's a dangerous amount of power to have. And that's what they have gifted themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's just at a, a crazy level. Like, I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, like, even with Trump. So, like, at what point can they ever come up with anything where... They say he's such a racist. What can they come up with? So when he launched his campaign, he talked about how um, with illegal immigration, a lot of uh, rapists, drug dealers, traffickers, sex traffickers, um, and a lot of activity from the cartels is coming over the border. He didn't say all of them. He said that there's, there's a lot of that happening and somehow that was conflated to mean that every mexican coming across the border is a racist a rapist and is destroying society he, he never said that that never happened just like how in 2008 when you asked anyone who said that they could see russia from their house <laughs> everyone jumped up and said sarah Palin. well no, she never said that
2: it's Tina like they said that they're setting up their own straw men for them to knock over Exactly, <laughs> that's
0: what they're doing. They set it up, and then they just repeat it repeatedly over and over again. Yes, he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist. And they re- they just they chant it to themselves. It's like, I don't know if they did fall asleep this way at night instead of counting sheep. They just repeatedly say Trump is a racist. And at some point, oh, who said?
2: Like, at some point, what, yeah. Th- I mean, that, this if gets into other If you repeat it loud
0: enough and often enough and long enough, Eventually, people are going to believe that it's true. Uh, we have some clips here that are pretty illustrative of uh, just how the way... And, and it should also be noted that for people of above-average intelligence, like, repetition and chanting is very grating. It's very demeaning. It's just it's very annoying. And for people of lower-than-average intelligence repetition and chanting tends to be almost cathartic. So, I mean, I think it's telling that the left takes advantage of people that are just not very smart and gets them out there and chanting this crap over and over and over again. People see it on TV, and eventually, they start to believe it's true. <laughs>
2: yeah. If it doesn't fit on a bumper sticker, it's not a good argument as far as the left is concerned for most Well,
0: and that's the old joke about leftism. Like, the perfect venue for conveying liberal thought is a bumper sticker because if you go more than two or three words the arguments fall apart so we're going to start out with um we've got some we trump try, protesters don't here be
2: don't be the troll don't be
0: the troll <laughs> am i the don't troll i continue now as the would inauguration you say, is over would you say your protest and like
2: this are still hanging out here yeah. i don't know why Cause I'm a, go winner. Oh, yeah, yes. cause that, that a winner Oh yeah Is that a winner sign
1: Man that's yes.
2: supposed to peace. be A peace sign peace.
0: That's not a peace sign Peace and sign. love
2: You're <laughs> not No you're not about peace oh, man Oh I'm not Why no, cause, cause not. I like Donald Trump Yeah, yeah because yeah.
0: all yeah. Mexicans are racist And he it. grabs pussy
2: to grabs pussy You ever heard of peace through strength and I don't
0: necessarily agree with that. Just because I don't, just because I voted Donald I like Trump guy. doesn't mean I agree with everything. Trump, Wait, oh my you God. Were, you were okay with him being a racist and a sexist? What has he done that's was, racist? He, oh, all Mexicans are rapists? Why are you, okay, you just
1: oh, okay, right? not that.
2: There's the straw man thing. You're never never no, a
0: free country, right? Okay, alright, then. Why are you around us, fucker? I'm alright. Yeah, get out of the way, fucker. Whoa, it's not safe for me here.
2: Like, just the. The level of debate here is just so low. There's
0: It's basically non-existent.
2: No. Like the, like the, the straw man thing again. All Mexicans are rapists. You're like, okay, yeah. You yeah. you set that straw like man he, up. He yeah. never said that, so what's the point? Like, yes,
0: that would be terrible if he said that. It's not what he said. The problem with Trump is the things that he does say are often not very well thought out. And again, like he is, he's figured out the fact that Republicans forever have trying to been speak been trying to talk about issues on a postgraduate level. Democrats have forever gone on a like spoken to people on an eighth grade level, and talked about how there's a war on women. They're gonna take away your birth control, and everyone hate like Republicans hate Muslims, and they've been just saying very simple statements like coexist, like coexist. I mean, there's. There is no better example of liberal thought and ideology than just the bumper sticker "coexist." What does it mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. But it just makes them feel good that it's there.
2: Yeah, it's the ultimate virtue it, it is. I mean, uh, when you get like the is- Islamic and Star David symbols uh, in the same bumper sticker, and then say "coexist," like, like... that's not going
0: to be a terrible idea. <laughs> so Trump figured out, like, okay, fine. Like you go low i'll go lower and we don't particularly like that it's very irritating if we want to talk about issues on a higher level it it gets very very annoying but he he just gets very simple like we're gonna put america first (sighs) yes that's annoying because what does that even mean that could mean a million different things now the left can say that you're saying that and it's anti-semitic which is ridiculous but it could mean anything. It's the kind of that blank canvas thing that Barack Obama did in two thousand eight, where everyone just painted their own beliefs upon his blank canvas. We we'll put America first. We're gonna we're gonna build a wall. We're gonna bomb the hell out of ISIS. We're gonna have growth. We're gonna win, win, win. We're gonna make America great. None of those things mean a damn thing. Yeah. Um, when we got down, kind of through the end of it, like the thing was like even with like deporting, it didn't. It was. It was barely even months into his campaign, and he had walked back the idea of deporting almost anyone that wasn't committing a crime. In a lot of cases, he walked back the idea of a wall.
2: Although, apparently, that's been brought up now again. Like uh, he's he's sticking to it, but, like,
0: he had waffled on it during his campaign, but, I mean, he, he's serious about the wall, or some version of a wall, anyway. <clears throat> It's, he walks back, he's triangulated so many issues where it's hard to say what he actually believed. But at one point or another during the campaigns, he said a lot of things that a lot of people agreed with. And no, and and a lot of people weren't really paying attention then when he said the opposite of the same thing that they agree with. (laughs) I have no idea what you just said. (laughs) Like, on, let's say, day one, they say something (laughs) they agree with on issue A. Yeah. Uh, Five days later, you could say the exact opposite of that thing. Oh, yeah. So what do they remember? They remember the time that he agreed with them, and they don't remember the time that he didn't agree with them. That's kind of why we we talk about how it's important to have some intellectual honesty so we can praise him when he does things that are good and, and criticize him when he does things that are bad. And versus these people that are rallying in the streets and putting on the pussy hats... And screaming and and uh, Madonna talking about blowing, thinking about blowing up the White House, and it doesn't matter what he does, they're going to say it's terrible. Even when he has a travel ban from a completely from anarcho states in the Middle East, from a list that Obama put together, a list of countries that Obama put together, they'll say it's a blanket Muslim ban. Well, it's, it's it's not a Muslim ban, but they'll say it's a Muslim ban. Well, can we go back to the Pussy Hats? Oh, the pussy hats. Because... The pussy hats are fun. <laughs> There's nothing better than a pussy hat. I've been thinking about this, and they're on Etsy. You can buy them on Etsy. That's I suggest really... that everyone do this. They're, like, depending on which one you get, between, like, 12 and 20 bucks. You can get a pussy hat.
2: I thought the funniest part about them, it, it's just so ironic, that, uh, like, we're going to promote women's women equality and, all, and feminism and all this stuff. So go home and knit a pink hat and put it on. Like, there is there anything more like old fashioned gender, gender, yeah, like any more stereotypical? stereotypical gender than? First of all, the color pink and knitting. <laughs> and knit it, yes. I mean seriously,
1: <laughs> go and
0: knit yourself a pink hat and put it on your head. Make it look like a pussy. It's gonna be great. This is awesome. You're not gonna be demeaned at all. It's That's it's, a it's like the
1: it.
2: it's just it's a typical well, we can do it because we're women, <clears throat> but I don't know it, it. I don't have a problem with it. I just thought it was it, it was funny that that was well, the, kind of, the go to it
0: gave me an idea. I'm thinking what we could do is you have like a group of people and you all wear the pussy hats. And their word you. that was their, their term right? Their their term yeah the pussy hats like pussy cat but pussy yeah. hat. And I think one person, maybe you get, like, a blue waffle and you tie it to the side of it. <laughs> or maybe somebody just put draws on some, like, red pustules. <laughs> and I think the, oh, what I want to do is I want to get, like, a giant sponge. Like, an Elaine Bennis, like, contraceptive sponge. <laughs> and just tie it to the side. And then we can go out drinking and just go out in public and go around with these. But you have to act... Like, you're not wearing these, these things hats. on your head with, like, the blue waffle. I think that would also help promote sponge.
2: contraceptives. Contraceptive use. What it? Sponges,
0: though? Maybe not the sponge. You gotta be careful, because someone might not be sponge-worthy. <laughs> I tell you never saw that episode. <laughs> no. So, this is a reference to, uh, there's an episode of Seinfeld where, uh, for the, the brief time when contraceptive sponges were allowed... Elaine Bennis was a a big fan on Seinfeld, and they banned them. And there was a little bit of time where she could still go around and buy up all of the sponges in the city. (laughs) And she started dating a guy, and she really liked him and wanted to sleep with him, but she had to do the equation now I have a limited supply of sponges for the rest of my life. (laughs) Is this guy sponge worthy? Is
2: he sponge worthy? Is
0: he sponge worthy? (laughs) So I think that this could all be, it could be like just a
2: protracted Seinfeld skit. So we could wear the hat, put a sponge on top, and then have a shirt that says sponge worthy. Are you? Are you spongeworthy? Are
0: you sponge worthy?
2: <laughs> I think we uh, have our uniform for our next march.
0: Absolutely. Uh, a thousand people walking down the street with pussy hats march. and sponges on the side of their head. Well, the sure saying, are you sponge worthy? <laughs> this, this could be
2: fantastic.
0: All right, what's the next one that we have here?
2: Um, we have... There's a lot of
0: comments there. The LGBT dance party. This one's pretty good. Is this the one with the...
2: Yeah, I think we got it queued up okay, for, for so, his uh, interview. Perfect,
0: hold on. Just a little, yeah. a little bit of introduction. So on the night before the inauguration, because apparently Mike Pence, who is a Christian, it's a terrible crime, um, there was an LGBT dance party At his home Like his actual home Like his house Where he lives With his family And they're protesting They're they playing their stupid drums That liberals always like to pay, play And we'll, we'll We'll just let them explain it themselves
2: Mike Pence is going to take the second highest office in our country, and he has passed quite horrific anti LGBT laws. He has also taken staunch stances against the LGBT staunch community, dance. and we are not okay with that.
0: This guy, his name is Faraz Mazir. They're
2: a really a, powerful yeah, for symbol for year. the LGBT community wonder, dance is a
0: form of healing
2: whatever country you think he's from how do you think they treat LGBT people there? Uh, they... M- may give them an honor killing I don't know an honor killing yeah I mean it could be it could okay. definitely it be saw a pussy to tap into our bodies and use our bodies use yeah, movement to promote a movement oh I saw pussy Please hat tap into his body. The pussy? we Where's the pussy are here hat? and we will dance, dance. This, I mean this is looks like a fun party I have to say I would jo- I would join this party
0: I, you know, whatever you're into, <laughs> go ahead. If you want to join that party.
2: I mean, I maybe wouldn't want it to be outside Mike Pence's house, but... <laughs> I, ju- I see Mike Pence, and it, he just doesn't look like the kind of guy that would be into wearing a pussy hat with a, a gold shirt and rainbow suspenders. But maybe but maybe he, he would. If maybe you know. he could
0: tap into his body. He could tap and into he, his body. And
2: then he could tap into a movement. I feel like he, if you gave him, like, at least... Three Seagrams coolers. <laughs> he, he might a Seagrams cooler. I see. Maybe a few Seagrams coolers are uh, f- f- a few fuzzy navels, and this Mike Pence's. Is...
0: I think married life might have really been problem. <laughs> this is terrible. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. This is, a Seagrams, Seagram's cool, cooler like Seagrams ice. You know, there's a Seagrams ice now. Oh yeah,
2: ice has been around for uh. I mean I've heard that Seagram's Isn't that what it's called? Seagram's Ice You get iced That's Seagram's? Like Seagram's
0: 7? Yeah the It's the same brand,
2: same uh, company No it's not Google it <laughs> No Smirnoff. Yeah Oh shush <laughs> They both start with an S
0: I wasn't gonna
1: help you <laughs> really Seagram's for, There's a Seagram's cooler though Oh, Seagram's, there's yeah. the Seagrams,
2: Smirnoff. Smirnoff. I'm sure yeah. they're the same. They're both owned by Pepsi, one, probably.
0: Seagrams vodka, because you know that they totally make that. This is the worst sidebar, and the worst <laughs> this is sidebars. a terrible sidebar. <laughs> All right, and this one we're, we're looking at. Uh, this is kind of an, an on the street um, series of interviews about how white liberals in their their soft racism and low expectations, how they actually view black voters and their ability to have these really it's kinda of weird, like some people in society, like the really rich people, only the smartest people, um, probably cisgendered people, have ideas. And no one else in society is allowed to have ideas. We don't like have you ever seen yeah. I've never seen a black person with like a state issued idea of you.
2: Oh, no. I mean, every time I run I've into a black person, one. I make them show me ID. But and they no, never, they've never they been never have produce it. it. They never no, have they it. They never have it. They don't have it. it. So
0: that's why it's really effective. It's, like, one thing, if we want to stop black people from voting, is to put in voter ID laws. Because when you ask them for an ID, they won't have one because we don't issue them to black people. And these people here,
2: um, where are they? Whether they at Yale? I think they're at Yale, which... Which is funny because these people know all about... We don't,
0: we don't usually want people to know that, but these are very... they already knew
2: that black people don't. Well, these are very multicultural people that, they. I mean, they... They luckily they got all these government loans to go to uh this to to go to Yale and apparently and, somebody uh, told
0: them that black people don't. They grow up in these really diverse ideas. neighborhoods.
2: That, actually, I think it might be the opposite. Actually, that these are like the most privileged people probably going to these Ivy League schools. No, so... no, no, no.
0: These people <laughs> they're checking their privilege.
2: Oh, they check their. I think so that's part of the admission requirements.
0: Is that they it's check it's really their... tragic because for us it's bad because now they know. Now they know that black people don't get to but have ideas. Luckily, so their luckily
2: their liberal professors taught them everything they need to know.
1: Do you have an opinion on voter ID laws? Uh, yeah, they're usually pretty racist and <laughs> they're, racist. Racist. they're bad. I think voter ID Terrible. laws are a way to perpetuate racism.
2: Would you, say would you go as far to say they're, they're, those laws are racist? For sure. Do you For think sure. Expresses the uh, African American vote. Like
1: Definitely. Uh,
2: because they're less likely to have state IDs. Minority voters are less likely to have the kinds of IDs that have been um, described or required. These type of Just people so don't matter of fact that they like, know Areas with oh, easy access to DMEs or ideas. other places where they can get identification.
1: You can always get IDs um, you do over the internet. Does that also make it difficult for, for black, black people to
0: do Yeah, you have to have access to the internet. You have to be able to pay Absolutely. an internet service provider for certain fees. Do you think that's harder for black people to go online? Well, I feel
2: like they don't have the knowledge of how of like how it works. Like, a lot of people uh, have yes, smartphones, they might not have data. For most of the communities, internet. they don't really know the what internet. is out there just because yes. they're not aware or like right. they're not informed. I also think there's a repression
1: of like the www dot w-
0: um, well be K-K-K How they? K-K. How if you're they a convicted felons,
1: felon. like you're not allowed to vote and everything. And when you look at swing states like Florida, that's a huge population of the of the like African Americans. Now I'm here in East Harlem American. to ask those black people,
2: people their thoughts on what you just heard. Do you have ID, normally? You carry ID on? Yes, I have state ID. Do you carry ID? Yes, I, ID. Whoa, do, ID? Yes, I do. Oh my do God,
0: Do you know she anybody, does
2: too. any black person who doesn't carry ID? No.
1: Everyone that that's I know so has weird. an ID. Why
0: would they think we don't have ID? Ha. That's a lie. Why did you say that? Do you have ID? Yes. Because I have my ID and my friends have their ID, so like we know what we need to carry
1: around. See, everybody that I know have ID. Like, that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with, an uh, ID. Do you know any black adult who does not have ID? No, I don't. Is it a weird thing to even say that? Yes, it is. What is
0: this? Some, some type of uh, trick candy cameras? I like know, man.
2: That? <laughs> That's the only thing I brought with me. Those legit, those are
1: legit IDs. I heard a lot also that uh, black people can't figure out how to get to the DMV. Really? That was that senior. I know it's that on 25th. Do you know where the ID, the, the DMV, is Ryan? It's on 125th Street.
0: I,
2: <laughs> I mean, this just gets to the point of the, there's no one more racist than a liberal. They're so these people on, at Yale are just so in their own bubble and their own like the real this is where the real privilege bubble exists. It's not with the everyday American. Uh, it's with these elitists who think they know everything and think they know what's best for everybody. but really they're the ones being the most racist. They, they literally think that there's like a ton of black people out there that don't know how to use the internet. They don't know how to you how to get an ID. They don't know where the DMV is. Like that is, that's like the most degrading view I think you can have.
0: That's the the soft racism of low expectations. They really believe that they're the only ones that can figure out how to do something so basic as get an ID. They think that they're the only ones that can do something so basic as hold a job. Yeah. They think that they're the only ones that could actually go to college and pass classes and get somewhere without having help they think that without having affirmative action you can't get the quote-unquote right people in the colleges and into jobs and you're just going to see the same racial disparities go on forever and ever that's the kind of that's the real implicit racism that i see on a daily basis and it's kind of the same it's the same thing we were talking about before, like, in River West. Like, they can't even say, like, if somebody gets robbed, they can't even feel okay saying what the person looked like that attacked them. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts, Andy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it got derailed. We'll, 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 edit we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. Edit that out. So that's kind of that's kind of the theme of today that the myth of uh, the myth of that anyone who disagrees with the liberals is a racist when they they're can't
2: racist. They're they got
0: a racist. They're sexist, in their bigot, homophobe, bubble. You're a cisgendered like douchebag, like really honestly, like other than like, can you come up with another example? So like. Um, Trump was getting sued for some bullshit. And the judge in the case was a Mexican. And the particular judge had a history of apparently just having it out for Trump. Yeah. And he made a stupid comment, as is his want, about how he's a Mexican judge, so that's probably why he was ruling against him and being so aggressive about it. Dumb thing to say. But the trouble is, it looks like it was actually kind of true. (laughs) unfortunately but it's just like that that was that one guy and he made the comments about it but then past that you have trump just poking people in the eye all the time oh yeah so cinco de mayo last year what does he do he posts a picture of him eating a taco (laughs) and and with a with a caption on there about how much he loves mexicans the guy
2: just knows, like he knows what's going to get a reaction
0: he knows how to inflame you so much He's uh I mean he's that you're going to lose your mind and then he's going to enjoy he's just going to enjoy you spinning around like an idiot while you, when your mind is gone. And then think of the next way that he's going to piss you off while off on the side they're actually figuring out some real policy.
2: I think he's done a good job of not a, like appointing people to the cabinet that uh, have a lot of expertise instead of just leaving the step leaving people in i i don't think there's a big problem with a turnover in in the cabinets and uh in high offices because there's some
0: interesting interesting choices like secretary of education he's chosen someone who favors um you know charter schools and alternative schooling and vouchers and basically dismantling the government education and government schooling And 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 allowing more choice and more options in where people go and what they do. And and kind of actually matching up people and kids with schools that are going to cater to a teaching style that matches their learning style. And for that, uh, she's getting pilloried. Um, She made an interesting comment about a a bear at a school in Wyoming.
2: I did not hear that. Oh, yeah.
0: They were shrieking about it, like, left and right. Um, She was asked about, is there ever an instance when a gun at a school would be okay? She's like, I don't know. Like, it was more or less like, (laughs) I don't know. Or, like, like, I was at a school in Wyoming, and they talk about every now and then a bear come around. Yeah. it it was a a bizarre kind of joke. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, it made the point. Like, yeah, you don't know. Like, you can it's possible to have some really bizarre situations and the idea is maybe you should have the correct people armed so if something really 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 unforeseen something as crazy as a bear in wyoming yeah walking over near a a milwaukee lion
2: a milwaukee
0: (laughs) lion yeah exactly or God forbid, a live shooter that is in a gun-free zone that is going to have free reign to kill everyone. Uh, maybe there should be someone who's harmed, but like that, that isn't really the the core of. Um, that's not really the core of the belief structure of the administration. Like Trump is legitimately against the government school system, and he wants people to have options that are going to match up learning styles with teaching styles, and that's important.
2: And uh, all these people that are complaining about all this, like, what are they calling it? The, was it Bloody Monday or which one is Or Bloody, uh, like, back when Nixon pretty much cleaned house. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: well, he didn't. What that was, um, that was, he was getting investigated for uh, his own complicity in cover-up and Watergate. Yeah. So, he was firing people for not helping him cover it up.
2: Oh, yeah, so the people have been like comparing it to that. And I'm like, "All right, well, first of all, it's nothing like that. It's and, and absolutely second of all, like watch what you say because in 4 years, if Trump's not elected and a uh, democrat is elected and they clean house, like you're not going to say anything. You're going to be like good riddance from their side. So <laughs> that's the point of the democracy. You bring new people in, they bring new people in, they can clear house. In four to eight years, it'll clear house the other way. That's the beauty of the it's system. It's going to happen again. So
0: so what about Rex Tillerson, uh, Secretary of State? He just got confirmed, I think, just uh, two days ago, I want to say. He has no background in politics, like, per se, but he has a, a career in the oil industry. Uh, and so that basically means an entire career... He was the CEO of ExxonMobil, I believe. You have to oh, double yeah. check that.
2: Yeah, I think he was.
0: Um, <clears throat> it's basically a whole career of dealing with companies all over the globe and necessarily dealing with governments all over the globe. Um, it's a different – the problem is there's no way to know if he's going to be a good pick or not because you're not going to have a history on him. Yeah. You're not going to have a public policy history associated with it. But the, the experience itself would probably be a very good point of view, a very good perspective, a good lens to look through when, when judging foreign policy. It's just he could be a whack job. He could not. For being one of the top ten CEOs in the country for a long time, he kept a very low profile.
2: Yeah, it's not one of the names you hear popping up all the time. It's not like it's Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Yeah, who shows up at the uh, Academy Awards and all that crap.
0: Who's out in the public spotlight all the time. It's not one of those guys. It's not, you know, Bill Gates. You know, Steve Jobs was always out there before he died. Like, It's not like any of those like really famous, like, out in the public. It's not like Donald Trump himself, like, magnates that are Out there, like he was somebody that, like, frankly, I'd never heard of. Yeah, so it's really hard to say. Like, they could be a terrible pick, it could be a great pick. There's just, I mean, there is just no way to judge it right now, which is always a little scary for sure. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, we can talk about the EPA, we'll have to talk about that at a different time. It's yeah. a whole separate discussion, but. Like, overall, we're talk about the, this travel ban. Well, you ban travel from a list Are you of about countries. the travel ban or the
2: immigration ban?
0: It's a travel ban. Travel ban. It's a travel ban. Well, not to be confused with Taliban.
2: Taliban. Travel I hate, ban. I hate those tally. Um, that, that's not what it is. Well, I guess like, you, <laughs> it's could, you not- could
0: say somewhat Like, if you have a green card and you're from those countries, you can still come in. So I guess it's not even really a travel ban. Um, I guess you're right. It was probably more of an immigration ban, but it's temporary. It's it was a 90
2: days and to reevaluate the policy for
0: most of the countries. Really,
2: what Trump is doing is he's ta- he's really approaching it as a from business reorganization standpoint. Like I know a lot of the organizations are complaining that they have to route all their correspondence and approvals through the White House for the next X amount of time. And but really, that's kind of what you would do if you're trying to organize and streamline a huge organization, which is what the government is. Let's not forget, we pay them to do things, so it's in our best interest to have them be efficient. Really, they're they're routing. Trump is probably looking, when he comes in and takes over a company or a, a big CEO or acquisition takes over another company, they need to look at all the different correspondence and processes to make them more efficient it's a lesson in change management yeah which until you know what's going on you can't affect anything so I mean, again we don't have any
0: examples of where trump has been good at this in the past like he is he's a developer yeah um it's a little different but i mean really but the guy that would have been perfect at this was romney
2: yeah seriously, we didn't
0: elect him like when it comes to change management, he would have been ideal.
2: People would have loved Romney and his binder full of women now, wouldn't they? Oh man,
0: <laughs> who doesn't have a binder full of women though? I mean, honestly. If you don't have a binder full of women, you're not even participating in
2: Yeah, Romney's looking pretty good right now, isn't he? The modern
0: economy. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I thought he was an outstanding yeah. candidate at the time. And he still would be now. Yeah. Um So we've gone pretty far afield from I think anything that we I think we kinda covered some of the like oh, the here points we, we have about, oh yeah, perfect. UC Berkeley on the TV, um, <laughs> the TV that you can't see. Uh, Miley and who is, I mean, he's a provocateur and a troll for for sure, and he gets attention by inciting liberals into more hatred and like violent antics. And then when they when they perform their violent antics, they can make a a big deal about it, can trumpet it, and it just raises his star even further. Um, UC Berkeley. I mean, in the sixties, it was the bastion of free speech. Now they're trying to destroy free speech. You know, like river West, yeah. this little liberal enclave that I live in. Like there was probably a time when the same group of people would have been all about free speech. But right now, they're all about defining any speech that they don't like as racist.
2: Get that out of our
0: safe and space and then destroy it. Yeah, their safe space, like that, like whatever that means.
2: It means it, it's a, it's a space where you're not allowed to disagree with them, with or them, or even have a cordial conversation. Where they about can it.
0: dictate exactly everything that's going to be said and agreed with.
2: Because if you challenge if you challenge an opinion or a point of view they have, then it's not safe it's It's unsafe it's unsafe it's unsafe this has become unsafe (laughs) all
0: right well I think uh, next week we'll actually start talking about some um, actual issues (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) we'll we'll try to come more prepared next week
0: Um, I think we'll dig into the travel ban not the Taliban Uh, the specifics of it like why why it's a perfectly fine idea why it's not a Muslim ban um, how Ashley Judd used to be hot and ugh, former pretty lady Ashley Judd. Uh, we'll talk about our new uh, Supreme Court. We'll talk about Gaelic. Talk about and what? Gaelic? Gaelic? How do you pronounce his name? Um, I don't know. Gaelic?
2: Gier- ah, yes, yes. Neil Gaelic? Gaelic?
0: Um... i not. i I, i'm shocked i never expected to get this good of a pick but a supreme court justice that will make us all proud and the left is going to go crazy about and where i'm going to drive even more pleasure out of their going crazy about it but it's going to be what it's going to be
2: we'll see we'll see what the uh next week has to bring in news
0: Alright, so we're going to sign off and we'll talk to you next week.
1: And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts and I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was Death and Hell followed with him.